Hello, this is Judge Samuel Alito. Now you've asked me a very interesting and difficult question about what type of breakfast cereal that I would prefer in the morning. And while I know that I would deliberate on this thoroughly if this were an appropriate time for me to do so, I must sadly tell you that this is not the appropriate time or place. Just rest assured that I do know one thing. This is the MEP Report. Let my home back in Omaha See if I can make it out in the world And I got as far as Wichita Suddenly I wasn't sure anymore Lost all my friends in Los Angeles I'm not welcome in New York But I must stop back in Omaha Where the fans, they always crying out for That's tremendous. All right, then. Welcome oh, boy. to the Vep Report, episode 19, March 1st, 2006. Yeah. Welcome. I think we should not say anything and just let Story give us some of the ambiance in its room. Ladies and gentlemen, Story okay. Clayton. <laughs> oh my god, I'm on I am a capoeira, <laughs> which is, as, as far as I can tell, a capoeira bar. Referencing off of our last show, I have, in fact, taken the gorilla one step higher to a uh, capoeira bar in Berkeley, California, just blocks from where I now live. Uh, and SBC will be coming tomorrow, as, as we'll get to later in the podcast. But, uh, yeah. yeah. So For there those of you little, who remember. I've got backup singers, about 15 to 20 of them, from what I can tell. Sweet. Uh, you should so the, do an interview with remember me. from last episode, I actually asked Story if uh, he had tried using Brazilian dance fighting to enhance his signal coming from the Gorilla podcast. And so I now, thought I'd take Russ's advice. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Plus, I'm psychic and can predict the future, referencing all the episodes where Andy and I confirm, if we imagine it, it must be true. Now you can see. It's true. And the only future that can't be predicted by me has to be predicted by Russ. It's one of the... (laughs) That's right. Very clarifying brain we share. It's like the predictions can... It's the psychic brain. We each have half of it. Right, right. It's true. It's the predictions can neither be created nor destroyed, as something like that. By the way, Everyone. Andy is here. Can we welcome Andy? Andy is here. Because Andy has Hello. missed like the last seven weeks or something, right? <laughs> Not quite that many. I, I, missed, yeah, I missed one week. You've missed what? Uh-oh. This one too? Because I oh, can't hear you. God. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I missed one week. I believe you only missed Andy one week. What? Half a tracheotomy last no, week, it's got to so be two in a row. It's a hard to pick up his, uh, his feed. Andy's got the microphone of the tracheotomy and stories at a Brazilian cafe. Other than that, everything's totally normal in the world of MEP. Everything is uh, perfectly standard. And uh, we want to thank everyone for listening in, as always. It served you well. It needs to be replaced. R-E-P-L-A-C-E-D. Replaced. Replaced. Hello. That's what needs to happen with you. I can't afford to replace it. May How can you be so insensitive to my economic situation? I know exactly, seriously. <laughs> yes, a high-class lawyer at the lifestyle firm cannot to improve his lifestyle with a $20 headset. Story, do you know the tax hit he would take if he got a microphone? He would immediately jump into the 7,000% bracket. You just can't do it. Hey, you he could write it. that off, man. That's a business expense. I don't know That's what you're point. talking about. That's, That's a good point. That's a net gain for him. 
That that puts him down a bracket. <laughs> so should we uh, lead off the show as we often do by talking about the latest people to review us and uh, see what everyone thinks of well, Monitor's effort to uh, encapsulate the map report? Before we do that, I should um, try to acknowledge, because I, I said that we would do this before, we uh, are going to be instituting uh, a new segment, uh, we hope, which is having listener email, if we have listener email, and incorporating that into the show, oh, if we exciting. think that it's really we funny. We got an email? Yeah. We got That's emails. Awesome. Um, we got two of them, actually, from uh, from our Woo! friend. Uh, it's a friend of ours, so it's not totally unknown to us, but it's a friend uh. of ours <laughs> who sent us... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Grinberg sent me an email, uh, but but the key thing is though, I want to make this clear. We Grinberg. didn't prompt. Yeah, we didn't prompt this email. It wasn't prompted by by anybody. He just decided to send us these things, and he actually titled them the aftermap. So I just thought I'd bring these up quickly, and then we can go on to the Vox Monitor thing. And I should say to all our listeners, by the way, if you would like to be considered by the MEP report, so that we can think about your message and make fun of you or it, or you know, just laugh with you and if it's funny enough. And take up capoeira. You can email us at Greg, Russ, Greg, or Story at mepreport.com in each of these cases. Uh, we have two. Did you just say the, Greg, Russ, Greg, or Story? I think you no, did. No, I said Greg. I think I did. I okay. Greg, Russ, Andy, or Story. Just email at Greg, Mepreport. Greg, Greg, or or Greg Mepreport. <laughs> I guess I don't get any email at all. It's just Greg, I Russ, said or Andy. Story. Greg, Russ, Greg. Andy, or Story. My my bad. At Mepreport. You get the rewind <laughs> button. You know the truth. Okay. Well, <laughs> I know. So we well, have two what of them. have you got in the map report today? Well, we've got Greg, 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 Ross, Greg, Story, Greg, Andy, Greg, and Greg. Greg, 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 and Greg. Gregs. Well, Greg, 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 and Greg. So you're going to have to have some Greg. But yes. I hate Greg. Greg it's Greg a lot. Greg, Greg, it's wonderful. Greg, Greg, Greg. It's excellent. Knock it off. Um, so the aftermap, which is what he called this, is about two things. The first one is about the PC-Mac debate. And I'm going to paraphrase, because he said the PC-Mac debate in 16 got me, in episode 16, this is the one where, where we were visited by the one that said, drag to trash, and we hope that he doesn't visit us again, because Andy hates that voice. But the, and because uh, it requires oh, Russ to squeeze like his tentacles into a very uncomfortable <laughs> shape. Exactly. So what, what Kevin said was... The PC-Mac debate in 16 got me to perk up. I think I've mentioned this before, but I like Macs. There's one very significant fact that got lost in the discussion and made the whole thing a bit silly. Quote, OS X is nothing like the older Macs. OS X is basically Unix. It has a very pretty shell, but it's still Unix. Its link to the old Mac is much weaker than the links between various versions of Windows. What follows is an extraordinarily intelligent and completely over-my-head description of why Macs are much better than I thought they were. So... That's fine, and we got, actually, he has a link to various essays describing this. I mean, he sort of went all out. So, if I'm any sorry. of you would like to know... I'm a little caught up on the part where he compares OS X to a castrated male. Maybe you can uh, fill me in on that. Did I miss something? Castrated Not... male. You said OS X is where you... Oh, Unix, that's true. I know what a Unix is, and it's scary to me. I don't know all why right, we're talking right, about yeah. it. Andy, don't you think that explains why the drag to trash voice is rather high? I think it all fits. It's a eunuch. Oh, there <laughs> you go. It's the eunuch. Sense. He's voicing it. Oh, well, uh, so yes. Back here, by the way. What I, I can hear that the Brazilian music. I can hear that. I think. I think what it basically comes down to about what Kevin said is that basically Macs are sort of like PCs in the sense that. Okay, I'm going to stop and listen. Hold on. Jesus. Somebody's going to like do a moonwalk and kick story in the face while he's doing the MEP report. And they <laughs> go, By the way, the person is still sweeping. I'm still nervous that I might be closed out any minute. I might just be doing curling practice, though. I can't tell. 
God. The basic principle, though, I think, is that essentially Macs are better than are as good as PCs. But from what I understand, that's largely because they're sort of like PCs. You know, they're like, well, they're not as real. You know, they used to be much more this way, but now they can change to any operating system, and apparently that's because they're PC-like. But anyway, his me- his message was very interesting, and if you guys would like to know more about the technical details, please email one of us at Greg or Russ or Andy or Story at MetReport.com, and we'll uh, send you the text of his email without his address, of course. But we'll send you the text of his email so you know something about that. Well, the other after apparently the Macs don't have that uh, that pesky male genitalia to deal with. So that's right, because that's they're awesome. eunuch. They're Unix-free. <laughs> they use they, they Unix. used to be called. They used to be based on an old operating system called Kestrati, but that just didn't have the same feel, so they, they decided to go with Unix. Um, <laughs> so the other aftermap was about the JDate thing, and I'm just gonna. It's only one paragraph, so I'll read this. He says, "You guys mentioned the oh, ginormous JDate billboard in Times Square. There's also a giant one in South Boston. What you might not know is that one of the people on that Times Square billboard is a Brandeis alum." For your convenience, I've attached photographic evidence that's been circulating among members of my class. The guy in the billboard is a gentleman by the name of Cameron Gordon, Brandeis class of 2004. Furthermore, and this is the the thing, this is the other thing that was really important, Russ, especially for you. According to Kevin's research, Gordon, who originally hails from Australia, currently makes his home in Los Angeles, California. And it says, tell Russ that if the J-Date models are moving out... Exactly. Well, that's what he finishes his message with. He says, tell Russ, if the J-Date models are moving out west, it's high time for him to move back east. And so it all comes full circle, according to Kevin. So we want to thank Kevin for the aftermaps. We hope those will continue. And remind everyone out there, if you would like an email to be read and made fun of, please send your reports to one of us at MetReport.com. So I yes. think Greg is just seized on the advertising technique of repetition, and he's like, I'm going to say the word email us 8,000 times in the show until people start to email us. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking Seriously, about. And if we you need disagree... some subliminal messages, too. Where's Kevin Nealon when you need him? If you disagree with what Russ and Andrew are saying, yeah. please email, and Russ and Story are saying, please email <laughs> us at Greg at... <laughs> Jesus God. <laughs> Please email oh, JesusGod at StopMemberReport.com. <laughs> exactly. How is and it that the pin. pings get through clearly, but the speech is all crazy cracked <laughs> exactly. up by pings? Picks his spots. Picks his spots. <laughs> so, story, before we go on to the Vox Monitor, oh can I ask God, something? It's getting louder every let time. Me ju- yeah, let me just ask something. The guy is, you're <laughs> worried closer. the guy's going to close you out, but the music's getting louder? Are they, is this, like, going to become, like, yeah, all-Brazilian night? Like, it's like a grand finale back here. <laughs> I don't know. They're building up to a crescendo. It's really ridiculous. This is it where is. they knock themselves unconscious in the show. <laughs> <laughs> I totally expect someone to just come up to story when he's like, so then I said, and then you hear, Like, right next to the mic. All right, guys, take it from the top again. You're going to have to throw money at them and ask them for an encore so they don't close down your uh, podcast. I know, seriously. Seriously. This is critical. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so Story is getting his internet back um, very soon, but in the meantime, he's doing his guerrilla work. And uh, in the meantime. Tomorrow at noon. That's the theory. Oh, that's the time. Wow. I really hope that's not it. Uh, Yeah, tomorrow at noon. They're supposed to uh, come by. SBC, the new AT&T, has promised me for weeks now, weeks, that this will be my appointment time. And if they disappoint at this point, um, I think I will actually become a ballistic missile. I will not uh, go ballistic. I will be a, ballistic. A pacifist I will, ballistic um, missile. Yes, it's true. Yes, it will um, spread <laughs> peace and love and harmony to SBC. <laughs> really it will hit way. them in 
story shooting They'll off into space it coming, like, because be friends! <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> <the> way... <laughs> that's, that's the way to fight evil, man. Do you want 750,000 pounds of flowers dropped on your office? Then back off! You hear what I'm saying? Exactly. This summer, that's right. Starring Harrison Ford, K-17, the friend maker. Sorry, <laughs> this film not sure, getting rated. I get to start with Harrison Ford. That's very exciting. <laughs> oh man! So we should talk a little bit, I guess, about the uh, Vox Monitor situation and see what we think. I yes, mean, Vox I, Monitor. For those of you who came from Vox Monitor, we want to thank you guys for coming and listening. And I guess our feeling about it is, you know, we didn't do terribly. The review was okay, and we certainly understand that you know people can have different opinions. If they had I don't managed to, everyone needs that. to have the same I don't agree at all. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> right? Okay. Well, my bad. My opinion does not represent that of the report. But my view on it is... Of Greg, Greg, Ross, Greg, Story, Greg, 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 or Andy, or Greg. Gregalot.com. Um, <laughs> I would like it if they were not drunk while reviewing the episode. Like, I, I think if they could at least not be drunk, that might help a little bit, as uh, they openly uh, said they but were. But drunk podcasting has been a tradition since, like, last week, man. <laughs> I know. The long-storied history of drunk podcasting. Because they said that. They're like, you know, we won't have any vodka the next show. I'm like, yes, just the show after ours, huh? So, I mean, you know. Just the like, butane, which is clearly what they were huffing before they did the episode. <laughs> exactly. I've never heard them. I've heard their episodes before. I've never heard them so out of it as, you know, let's sniff an entire paint can and then do the review, which was such entertaining snippets like, uh, Brandis? Brandis. What is Brandis? <laughs> I, I think it's a school. Brandis, Brandis. Do you know Brandis? <laughs> I, Brandis. Brandis, Brandis. I pooped myself. <laughs> it was such a good review. It was. Yeah, uh, I'm going to cigars and Brandis. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, exactly. you know, like, I don't want to come across as the guy whining about the review. And the review was okay. I just, I would have liked it if they weren't drunk when they were reviewing us. That's all. I, you know. We... Hey, they were very laughing, man. They were very laughing. <laughs> I know, they that was one of their big done. quotes. We were very <laughs> laughing. And then they laughed at each other. I yeah, almost put that on the front page of the Map Report. And then I was like, can I we really do this laughing. with a straight face? I was going to do the pull-out quote. Uh, oh, my God. I thought they yes. were funny. We were very laughing. We were very and laughing. I was like, can I really do this? Can I really? No, no. I think this do will that. actually bring us down. No, no, no seriously. All right. Maybe Not we'll do top, it. I was under, thinking about under it. Metal-Aids. Just under accolades. We were very laughing. We were very laughing. We were very laughing. Fox Monitor. Because that's all you need to know about us, the review, and Vox Monitor all at once. That's really that's all you need. It's all yep. the information. Incidentally, that's the same feeling that the nation of Japan has about the MEP report. We were very laughing. <laughs> we were very Super laughing. Happy, fun <laughs> podcast. <laughs> We'd like MB to point out... is bringing in table. She has stepped up the uh, closed down... Mo- okay, this is really a little eerie. Oh, nope, they broke from their chant. It's over. It's over, folks. And the tables are coming inside from the outside. This oh, is looking no. very bad Uh-oh. for my wait, future. Can I, wait a minute, wait a minute. Dude, isn't it? Do isn't an interview it? right now. Pull somebody out and do an interview and extend the show. Be like, I am famous American internet reporter Rush. guy. You need to we, be on my show. We do were it. very laughing. Tell them we were very laughing. Look, we share the same brain enough, Russ, that you should know how unlikely it is for me to just go into a crowd of people and pull them out and say, talk into my laptop now. <laughs> Oh, it's better than talking to my lap, which is what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> talking to my lap. That talking is to also it. hard for me to say. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for Andy to come up with some appropriate comment related to talking to my lap, and just wasn't there. Andy says that to everybody, right? Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I'm a little late down there. <laughs> I, I, oh, I, oh, I, oh.
Andy's going really super robotic. It's sounding more and more like a tracheotomy. More than just a breaking up. Oh, now we just got I'm really excited about this. I'm loving this. Mike. <laughs> oh my god. Whoa. Oh, he blew it out. That's Mark it. He's done. It's blown out. <laughs> uh, one last thing you should know. You heard talk. it here. The Can you not hear me? I haven't oh, got now that. we got him. Oh. This is I'm like really a, excited like a cell phone conversation. It's, I wish I could hear it. I can't wait to hear this now. I. <laughs> it's like a techno song. It's like Andy talk. I'd like to Andy Andy. I'd like to Andy Andy. He's got the Andy Andy. He is a Terrell Terrell. He likes to ping ping it. He wants to ping it ping it. He likes to ping 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 this is oh, the best show ever. All right, I don't know what is happening. <laughs> well, yeah, what I was going to ask you, Story, What's isn't it like, isn't um, it like eight o'clock your time? Are you telling me that places are closing at eight o'clock? Eight o nine p.m. According to my laptop, which may why? or may not be accurate. Why are what, people closing? Laptop, which should explain to you why I don't have this. Well, it's a coffee bar. I mean, some people truck. think it's some people think it's crazy to have coffee after like noon, you know. So when your main product is coffee after eight o'clock at night a lot of people shut it down i mean i drink coffee 24 7 so yeah, I, mean, I don't know what they're talking about you but, would think you know, it'd be the opposite some people be, maybe the coffee you know, market is peaked you think people would be like coffee to keep me awake because i'm an insomniac like why the hell would you close the coffee bar down at eight for god's sake it's a good question i i don't have the answer I could maybe interview them when they kick me out. Exactly, and try to find interview the answer. them. But why are we, you kicking me out? We all know out? that I probably won't do that. <laughs> we all know. We all know better than that. The, the best I could do is maybe surreptitiously record while I'm talking to the person about them closing. Maybe I'll try that. That's about <laughs> as much as my guts can handle. Stories, one day. what I was going to say is that when you are podcasting, you are not Story Clayton. You are Uber Internet Superstar MEP1, okay? You will go to the MEP1... With a mariner's jacket, and you will go and you will interview people because you can be outside of yourself. Your map as per what happens in debate. Am I, am I Stephen Colbert now? It's person. like once you speak into yes. a microphone, everyone becomes a caricature of themselves who isn't really real. Is exactly. That exactly. I well, don't know. Yeah, I guess I that's sort of not the point of the show. But the point is, we need Brazilian <laughs> dance quite the opposite, in fact. on the MEP report immediately. It may we need you to take one for the team, well, Story. nobody's actually walked out of the door yet. They're still sort of drumming, and a couple of them are maybe looking around, wondering what they're going to do afterwards. So, yeah. This place is like a freaking warehouse. The acoustics in here are pretty ridiculous. So, I don't know. They're still selling things. They just have tables in front of the register. I really don't know what's going on. Is there, are there uh, other people in the room besides you? Well... Yeah, there's another couple of people drinking <laughs> like, coffee. Well, I don't know if um, they're doing here. homework. And then there are like, you know, the Brazilian dance fighters in their sweats still around. And then there's the person who brought in the tables and swept up. But she just sold someone croissant, so maybe maybe there's still hope. Will story anyway, make it through the entire we show? We talk about something, yeah. Hang in there that. and see if it Seriously. will occur and, you know, yeah, absolutely. It's a good point. So, I I've guess the sort of that I think uh Yeah. You guys will have comments on, and probably make fun of me about a little bit as a a fan of the. We never the New York do that. That has never happened on this show. The basketball, right. 
basketball <laughs> New York team? Uh, okay. They really suck. And Andy and I are I right mean, in the suck. same ballpark. Oh yeah. <laughs> they Welcome really, to the really Knicks. suck. When's the last time, Andy, that you rooted for a team that was 10 games below 500 and were still way above the Knicks? How, how cool is that? Like, Andy and I are Celtics fans, and our team sucks, but the Knicks, God, do they suck. I mean, there's not even a definition. I heard okay. today on the radio, We're gonna... Mike, and, Mike and the Mad Dog actually had the following quote. This is the worst use of resources in the history of professional sports. That was the quote. The worst in the history nice. of professional sports. So now that we've set it up, on you go. Okay. For those of you who don't care about basketball, or perhaps... Uh, in denial, and are you know a New York basketball fan, um, Isaiah Thomas, GM of the Knicks, recently traded two no names for Steve Francis. But the main idea was that he basically removed their cap flexibility for the next 50 years by taking on a giant salary and getting rid of salary once they've already had the highest payroll in the league. Yes, I'm going to go ahead though. I'm going to be the contrarian because I've read Bill Simmons's column and the 800,000 emails making fun of Isaiah Thomas that he made the worst move in, ever in the history of sports and that he's a moron and that they can only get worse from here. I'm going to go ahead and say I don't think it was a bad move to trade for Steve Francis. And here's why. Wow, the Knicks are actually worse than Portland. Sorry, I just found that out. I just went Story, to NBA. Story, The Knicks are the worst are team actually in the, the history team. of professional yeah. sports. Let's say that okay. again. <laughs> but there's only two teams in the entire NBA worse than Portland, and one of them does happen to be the Knicks. Thank God for that. Portland yes. worse than the yes. West, but not worse oh, yeah. overall. Okay, proceed, Russ. Yes, go on, Russ. Here's the argument. You already are presiding over a supreme embarrassment of a franchise as Isaiah Thomas, okay? There, and we also know that there's no rebuilding in New York. If you're a New York sports team and you have any sort of publicity, i.e. you're not the Jets or the Islanders, you're an actual frontline sports team in New York, you can never rebuild. There's no rookie movement that'll take five years. That's just not acceptable <laughs> to New York sports fans. So you have the option of trading two absolute non-producing no-names, Trevor Ariza and Penny Hardaway, for a legitimate superstar. And I say even though you take on payroll and you, you know, destroy your flexibility for signing free agents in the offseason, I say you do it because I don't think you're going to be able to buy a better free agent than Steve Francis. And I also think that it opens up the possibility that you can put together a package in the offseason for Kevin Garnett, and then you have Steve Francis and Kevin Garnett in the same front line, which I would have a hard time believing would still be the worst team in the NBA. I, I think Andy is going to have something to say about this, but let me just, just say preliminarily, what makes you think that the Knicks now have anything that they're going to be able to do to be able to get Kevin Garnett? Are you suggesting that they move Stefan Marbury back to a place that he hated with all of his heart and soul in Minnesota? Like, how are they going to be able to get Garnett because, based on their ridiculous cap space, which is now impossible? How did this help that? Well, I mean, we know that KG is going to be traded in the offseason. It's almost an inevitability. So it's yes. about what teams have, A, the star power, and B, the high-salaried players to match up with KG's contract, okay. which is how you have to trade in the NBA. <clears throat> I agree. So basically, Ariza and Penny Hardaway were not helping them at all because Hardaway's money was already coming off the cap at the end of this year. So now you picked up a superstar, which means if you need to, you can trade Crawford, you can trade Marbury, you can trade you know, yeah, several but, other guys that have Russ, some marketability, like Channing Fry, who you can also trade, which who probably would be included in a package for KG. And you can make it happen in a way that you couldn't before this trade. I would agree and with have, that. like a legitimate backcourt guy and a legitimate frontcourt guy. But they're not going to want Crawford and, and Marbury and, you know, they might want Channing Fry, but Marbury hated Minnesota and he ping, basically ping, ping. fought his way out of it. <laughs> what, Andy? <laughs> ping, ping, ping. 
You can do better than that. <laughs> we actually heard the, him the, saying it every time. The ping of approval for that comment. I mean, why would you ever oh, okay. trade KG for, you know, these, these, these overpeat? I mean, maybe Francis, Steve Francis is a superstar, but he's sort of an underachieving superstar, you know? Bingo. He's, he shoots too much. This is like his he's fifth not team, quite isn't it? Enough to be a shooting guard because he, he doesn't have the accuracy, but he's not very, he's not a very good point guard either. He's just always misplaced. He's a fine player, but but why would you trade KG for that? You're trading for Marbury, Fry, and like a third. Yeah, guy. but 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 Russ Marbury got himself traded off of Minnesota. He doesn't want to go back there, and they're not going to want to take a guy back that doesn't want to play there. He hates Minnesota. Well, Garnett doesn't want to play there, so they're going to have to trade him for somebody. I know, but how about they trade him for and somebody who'd like to come NBA back team, there? <laughs> they're well, like, we'll trade a guy for a worse guy. Yeah. Darius Miles. Darius Miles. You know, you know the <laughs> Knicks trying to get the Blazers in the conversation. Isaiah Thomas, <laughs> widely considered by everyone to be the worst GM in basketball, refused to trade for Ratliff and Darius Miles because they wanted Channing Fry, And he's like, you know oh, what? Man. Darius Miles and Theo Ratliff, they're injured all the time, even more so than the injured yeah, players that were already we paying $100 million. Dollars could we have gotten Channing so. Fry for them? That might be a good deal. Yeah, they, oh, it'd be a very good deal Fry if you got them. and, you know, a package of, they wanted Penny Hardaway to take money off the cap and, like, Channing Fry and some nobody oh, yeah. for those yeah. two guys. Yeah. No, I mean, Channing Fry, they, they, you know, they, they, should, they should hold on like to him. Penny Hardaway, scored 20 points or something. Yeah, Hardaway. Do you know Hardaway is good. making, someone said today, Hardaway is making $18 million to play PlayStation. Because that's all he's doing. He can't play right now. So he's making $18 million to play PlayStation. Sure. Every time he hears that, da-da, for the PlayStation, he's like, yeah, it's another million dollars. Sign it up. But no, I mean, the problem, Russ, is that Andy's absolutely right. Essentially, no one's going to want them back. And if your answer is, well, they want to get rid of Garnett because he doesn't want to play in Minnesota, they could at least get someone who's not going to be worse, shorter, and also doesn't want to play in Minnesota. Like, how about they work on some guy who's different than any of those things? I just don't understand why they're collecting so many of the same player. I mean, basically, Barbary, Francis, and Crawford are the same guy. They're That's guys right. who are sort of point guards, but who are really more of a shooting point guard, but they're not quite good enough to guard other shooting guards. They're not very good at, you know, at, at spreading the ball around. I mean, they're just sort of selfish shooting guards. I mean, Marbury is better than the other two in that respect, but they're all very similar. And even Jalen Rose, who's, I mean, I guess a small forward... I mean, he's just another. I mean, he's a shooting guard, small forward. I just don't understand why they're collecting so many guys who are kind of like these shoot first guys. So it's like they're longing for the days of Allen Houston or something. Andy, do you think that um, one of the reasons for that might have something to do with the fact that uh, someone called them not one guards or two guards, but actually three guards? That is three a three guard, like a guy who's a one plus a two. He's a point guard, but he really wants to shoot. Like that's basically what Did it comes you know down that to. Yahoo you Sports know? says that Jalen Rose is six foot eight. Do you actually believe that for no. a second? No. Is that possible? If he's jumping six foot eight. like six five. I don't know. Six foot eight in the air. You, I, he might be. I, I, he's, he plays small forward does quite a bit, doesn't he? Yeah. I know he plays shooting I mean, guard he's sometimes. Six, eight, but he should absolutely be a three on the but, Knicks, the, yeah. the, the tiny people on that team. But the truth is, the real problem the Knicks, with the Knicks, as if the problems of the Knicks weren't bad enough, 
They also have Eddie Curry on their team. And Eddie Curry, who has no heart whatsoever, and I, hopefully that's not literally true, but it's certainly true metaphorically he has no heart. Eddie Curry has basically set things up <laughs> so that uh, they aren't going to be able to get anyone. Because because of trading this away, they traded their first-round draft pick to the Bulls, and they didn't lottery protect it. Which means since they're obviously going to be the worst team in the league, or at least one of the top three teams, worst three teams in the league, they're not only not going to get their draft pick, but they're going to be stuck with Eddie Curry, who is not at all ever going to be like Shaq. He's like a seven-foot right, one guy who doesn't I think, rebound. I think we're getting away from the issue at hand here. We all agree that the Knicks have done some horrendous maneuvers over the last couple of years. We all agree that Isaiah Thomas is the butt boy of GMs around the league and that he should be boy, clinically deemed as retarded and released by the Knicks. That's fine. My argument is if you've already done everything that Isaiah has done over the last two years and now you have the opportunity to trade nobody for Steve Francis, you may as well pick up Steve Francis. <laughs> um, story? Story? <laughs> The yeah. story has been thrown into a subway car. That's what I just I'm heard. Just, I'm just spicing up the broadcast. I don't have much to say about the Knicks, so I'm letting the drums do the I'm sorry, I just thought that was funny. You know what the problem with your theory, though, is, Russ? It's basically like someone what said it's like basically driving a Mercedes into a car wreck. Like, the Knicks are a car wreck. They're like, here's a new car. Let's drive it right into the car wreck. So basically, you've just made the car wreck worse and more expensive. This is the most expensive car wreck in history. But at least it's okay. your car wreck, right? <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Other than the idea that you're stockpiling the same player over and over again, you know that your season is busted. You know that you're going to have to trade. So why do this? There are a whole bunch of amazing free agents are out there, so why not do it? I mean, because, is there a reason why not to? Yeah, because they're not making any money anyway. It doesn't cost so, very much. The yeah. people want it. Yeah, the people want Even it. The children. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Knicks should trade Isaiah for Detlef Shrimp. Now, I know Shrimp is dead. Nice! But <laughs> Detlef Shrimp reference. He, he would dead? Is he actually dead? That's no. horrible. I think I, heard, I think I saw something a He's few years ago dead. that he died of some weird oh, disease. You've got to be making Detlef this up. Detlef Shrimp? He's not okay, dead. Okay, I'm looking it up. First, Drogon Petrovic and now Detlef Shrimp, my two favorite Eastern European shooters. He's probably not dead. Sure, the Yugoslavs will never send another person to uh, to America, especially since uh, but, but the point doesn't is, exist anymore. Dead or not, dead or not, he'd be better for the Knicks at this point as GM. Actually, that's not true because you know I think right now there is needs a Detlef Shrimp Foundation. Yeah, but he's it still alive. He's still alive. It is committed to supporting <laughs> organizations that provide hope care, assistance for children and families in the Northwest. That doesn't sound like it was for some disease that he died horribly from and suddenly. It is at www.deadless.com. So I mean, big deal. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. He's a binary. He's it a binary state. That he was named the dead. assistant coach of the Sonics oh, oh, this, on January you know, 20th. This gives me an opportunity to, to pitch one of my favorite websites. Hang on. Let me, let me find out what the, uh, the site is. Wait. This is a chance for you to pitch a website you don't know the, that you don't know what it is? <laughs> it's I, a chance I for me to pitch a website as soon as I oh, find it. <laughs> yes, it's true. I think it's, yes, it's deadoraliveinfo.com. This is definitely a candidate <laughs> for the map seal of approval, which will come up. Deadoraliveinfo.com, and it keeps track of when everybody dies, and it has everyone who's died, you know, who's noteworthy, who you might look up, and you can put in more people if, you know, you want to. And uh, it will tell you whether they're dead or alive. Um, and we're putting Detlef Shrimp through the Dead or Alive meter, and it says no documents match your search criteria, so he's not uh, noteworthy enough to have made the cut on deadoralive.com. I'm I was going to say, that's not a very good tool. It's like, we only compile people that are dead, so if your search fails, then by default, you're still no. alive. 
I'm happy no, to report it, it can both, but. that Robin Lively is also not dead, apparently. She's not listed on here, so that's good news. Or just not listed. Or nobody cares. <laughs> or nobody cares. Let me search. Russ Guberman. But she would not be nearly as hot if she were dead. That's and true. there are icons. You, get, you can get a directory of names, yeah. and there's an there's icon a with a happy face, face or a for alive, and it's exactly. all for dead. God. <laughs> what the hell is wrong? Uh, so Russ Guberman is not listed. When they died and how they died. So Russ may be alive or dead. <laughs> Surprisingly, Robin, the yeah. map reporters are not Robin here yet. is alive. Sharing yeah. age 50. Do you know that there's a Jan Clayton story? <laughs> yeah, there was a By Jan way, Clayton. By the Petrovich died 6-7-93 at the age of 28 yeah. in a car accident. He was not, however, decapitated. <laughs> I think the Capoeira people are backing me up. <laughs> I think they're with They've me. got a bell now, man. They've got a bell. You know, story, I should go on location. Even if I get internet tomorrow, I should go on location every time. This is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, you're much more effective as a MEP reporter when you have a full Brazilian group backing you up, i got to say, with drums. Did you guys know that Stan Berenstain of the Berenstain Bears fame is dead? Oh, really? Oh, that's sad. <laughs> we could just go through no the web one by one. Bears. He's alive. Yay. Oh, this guy's dead. Oh. oh. This one's alive. Yay. <laughs> yep, that's pretty much it. Oh. Frank Oz. Frank Oz is still alive. Yay. Frank Oz. Hurrah. <laughs> but it is made of tofuti. Yay. The tofuti is also cursed. Boo. Boo. <laughs> Sorry, Simpson, Simpsons reference there. Uh, what I was going to say was that right, story should website. broadcast every week from progressively louder arenas. So he's going to go to the uh, the Airhorn Conference next week to be followed up <laughs> by a, uh, I don't know, a hockey game from the goal. Oh, yeah, totally. Be followed by... Yeah, <laughs> live from the goal. Goal cam, except uh, it'll be audio. Yeah, it's an excellent idea. Then I'll just go from, like, the New York subway while they're jackhammering right above it. They really are loud, and they're actually, like, across a large warehouse-style room. I mean, that's the thing, is that it's not like I've been right next to them the whole time. They're at least, you know, they're a good 50 yards away. <laughs> I guess one hey, thing have we have you guys seen on this Dead or Alive info page, did you see the Guess the Age quiz? This is a lot no, of fun. No, I missed that. They give you names like Abigail Van Buren. I think that's Dear Abby. And you have to get, I think, within 10 of their, their actual age. It's is she a descendant of Martin Van Buren? Yeah, I was just going to say. like, uh, No, but I think she was a member of the Van Buren Boys gang. Ah, and did you know that Martin Van Buren was the illegitimate son of Aaron Burr? Really? Who was the last no. guy to uh, shoot someone in the face from the office of the vice presidency? Oh, we were making connections. Don't just say no Perfect. in the middle of that, Russ. Come on. All right, here we go. That wasn't me. Timothy Dalton. How <laughs> old is Timothy Dalton? He's dead. What, what I do know about... Martin Timothy Dalton is that he was the first president born in America. 54. 54? Who is Timothy Dalton? He's the guy who played James Bond, James Bond dudes. in Living Daylights and uh, oh. License to Kill. Okay. So Andy says 54. What do you say, Russ? I say 59 because I'm looking at it, his entry in deadoralive.com. <laughs> <laughs> if you are correct. want to spoil the game, please log on while someone else is answering the question. I, I like to ruin games by cheating and then have the game be over <laughs> more quickly. We need to tell Racco story. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Racco. Met seal of approval to burning every set of Racco that exists in the world. There's nothing wrong with Racco. Racco is a good game. It is the is worst game 
ever invented. It's that has ever been boxed. You guys, and sold. okay. So I had this game, game ever boxed and sold. I had this game called Racco, and we started playing Racco. And the reaction of Russ and Story was as if I said, "Take this toxic waste and spread it on your eyeballs." That was their reaction, just like, well, we oh, tried it first. Whoa, We played whoa. it for half a game, and then it was like having toxins on your eyeball. Can I just say, Story, that your wife, story, Emily, disagrees with you? Emily disagrees with you about Racco. I disagree oh, I with you about Racco. Even Emily liked it, and Russ cheated and made my pain end faster, and it was wonderful. <laughs> exactly. And he's a hero for doing so. Oh, I'll bet he, he will is. forever and be a hero just for doing the that. Game the game just lends itself to cheating too easily because essentially the object of the game is to have a bunch of playing cards which could just as easily be regular playing cards like bicycle playing cards but they're their own racco deck so that you have to pay an extra 10 bucks to get another set of numbered cards which is retarded <laughs> and then they take these randomly designated racco numbered cards and they're like when you order them in consecutive order you know ascending or descending you win! And I'm like, why can't I just do that in my seat while I'm sitting here and because win? That's, because you cheat! there's no reason why you can't do that. Yes, there oh, is. You're you cheating. cheating. I say I'm really efficient at the game. The I'm just like, look, what? two goes before three, uh, three goes before four, and four goes before 16. I win! The assorting cards game you call Racco! Because it's on a rack. That's why it's called Racco. It's cards on a rack. Yes. It's the dumbest goddamn thing I've ever seen. If you want to play along at home, arbitrary. go to www.boardgames.com slash racco.html. You can see just how lame this game is. The game actually emanates lameness. It's a good game. Um, and they were. It's not the best era. game ever, but it's a good game. You guys are way too far down on it. But much more importantly, how old no. do you think Chow Yun-Fat is? He's dead. 45. Uh, I'm going to say 48. Story? Uh, 62. The answer is 50. Wow. Chow Yun-Fat is 50 years old. Okay. Which I win. I think that means that Russ wins. That's right. How about... I just nailed Jack Palance right on the dot. 87 years old. He's still alive? Booyah. Can we use that as He's a quote? I just nailed Jack Palance. <laughs> <laughs> I did, yes. <laughs> nailed him good. And he's 87. Oh, here's one. If Andy, we should know this. Talents, email Andy at mepreport.com. Andy and I should know this. Carl Yastrzemski. We could have that be the next highlight, just that little clip. I wanna... Carl Yastrzemski yeah, is 60... Let's 60 say dead. 69. I'm going to say he's 63. Yeah, there's got to be dead. He's 66. No, he's yeah, older dead. than that. He's 66, actually. He's alive. Oh, right in the middle. Yep, right in the middle. Right in the middle of right. it. Do they yeah, keep counting man. after they die? Let's see. Here's one, uh, Russ. How old is Randy Johnson? The actual answer is 78. No, he's um, 39, right? He, he wears the number what? on his jersey. He's 40. He's 42. He wears it on his jersey. <laughs> Everybody no. knows how old Randy Johnson is. They watch the Yankees. Yeah, he's 42. Because he wore number if 41 If he were 39, he'd be a good investor. That's right. He wouldn't be a broken down. Hey, man. Oh, here's a good one. I just know Jamie Moyer's like 49, so, here's you know, Randy one. has got to be younger. Franco is actually, uh, Julio Franco is 48, actually. Ben Stein. How old is Ben Stein from Fielder's Ooh, Day ben Off? Ooh, Ben Stein. 82? Oh, no. Ben Stein. It's going to be like 65. No, he's like 60. Now? He might be 68, I think. Russ, what say you? Um, I'm going to say Ben Stein is, I say, oh, about 61. He is 61 on the dot. <laughs> you cheating bastard. <laughs> cheated. All right, the way, here we go. Way, ben, Stein, ben Stein. A very cool <laughs> guy. I sure did. A very cool uh, guy. He has the him. worst politics 
known to man. Ben like, Stein? Hearing him talk he was about a speechwriter for hilarious. Richard Nixon. He's Did awesome, you know that? But, yeah, I mean, his politics are horrendous. Ben he Stein? like the diametral opposite yeah. on the political scale of what I believe in. He is like the antithesis Richard Nixon of the Green Party. He was is one awful. of his heroes. He worshipped Richard Nixon. Yeah, yeah. Really? Ben Stein, bad person deep down. Funny yeah. shows. Funny, funny on TV, bad person. A bad person, person <laughs> because he disagrees with you. It's good to know. <laughs> I mean, Did, in I the ways like in which he show. disagrees with me, definitely make him a bad person. I see. Oh, I love Ben Stein's money. That's when Jimmy Kimmel had a potential to be funny. That was the That's first true. and last time that Jimmy Kimmel was funny. I forgot he when was on ben that show. Money. Good show. I forgot good he was show. on that. That's amazing. Because you know it was stuff. actually true? That he actually got to keep um, the money that was, you know, wagered on that. Right. What was it? It was yeah. like, you know, he gets his salary for the show, but then any bonus money that he wins by taking away from contestants, he gets to keep. And uh, he would talk about right. how, exactly. you know, he's it's creating like a trust so fund money for his or grandchildren or something with exactly. by beating the crap out of contestants. I always thought that was funny. So there's a real incentive no, for awesome. him to perform. And every category has some sort of humorous innuendo in it. It was great. Good stuff. Wow, that's why when he was intimidating people, it totally made sense, because he was trying to do it deliberately, using his powers of Ben Steinism. He was. Yeah. You could actually lose money to Ben Stein on the show? Oh, yeah, totally. Well, not. I mean, well, no. It wasn't like no. Ben Stein will you break your legs if you don't pay, pay up. You have to pay to be on the show. show. <laughs> <laughs> you better pay. I'll break your legs. Me. I'll kill you, you effing bastard. I'm the mafia. I hate you. I'll kill your dog if you don't give me Ben Stein's money. <laughs> Can you imagine what it would be like? It can, I was just thinking about the two diametrically opposed opposites. Ben Stein listening to Brazilian music. Oh, no, no way. I can see oh, it. Oh, no, no I way. Oh, no, no way. Oh, no, I no bet, way. I bet he does. He would just show no emotion while doing so. <laughs> it could be like, you know, seven times as loud as it's been on this podcast right in his ear. And he'd just be like, hmm. He'd just sit there, you know, with the same look that he always has his whole like, life. Excellent music. Bueller. Bueller. Brazilian music. Brazil. Brazil. <laughs> Brazil. 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 Bueller. Oh, I would man. totally watch a game show where if you lost, you actually had to pay money to the show, and there would be a little after show part of the episode where you would follow them to their house as they got the collection agency guys <laughs> to come over and stand there as they wrote out a check to the game show. That would be a good game show. Or if they and they'd always have these situations where they couldn't pay it back, so then they'd always have these guys coming in who's like taking things away, and they're like, "No, you're taking away my baby's money. I can't afford to buy food for my kid." They're like, "You're sorry. You know what happened." It'd be this very dramatic thing and be like Jerry Springer esque in terms of the camera angles and stuff. I think yeah, we had this him... game show already. It was called Hurricane Katrina. Right? Oh, oh Jesus! God. Ouch. Hey, wow. speaking of that, did you guys see? That was a very nice story. Did you guys see the video? But the the that showed that Bush actually was told everything that was likely to happen. And, like, you know, we're afraid that this will happen, this will happen. And he was like... Oh, yeah. He was like, I understand. The levees could fall. And he's, like, on camera doing it. He's like, yep. yeah, the levees could fall, and uh, but he said we're, we're fully prepared. prepared for that. He's like, we're prepared, and then though. And the next day, he's like, I had no idea. What are you talking about? Unbelievable. It's amazing. Pay no attention to the man on the camera. I just thought of the perfect combination team. The perfect combination team is George Bush and Isaiah Thomas, two people that have no effing clue how to run their respective organizations. How perfect is that? Hey, man, except that Isaiah Thomas, if he had half the PR machine behind him, the Bush does. I mean, I honestly think that this video was leaked by the Bush administration to show how much that they can get away with in front of the American public, to just see if the American public will on this, too. They'll Story. Just be like, look, can you look straight at a glaring contradiction? 
and just continue to no, like no, and no. continue to you know keep this guy. You saw office. his approval ratings. I his, think so. His approval ratings are down to thirty four percent. The bloom is off that rose. The problem is everyone figured out that this guy know, is a moron, but they figured no it out five him. years into his presidency. No, that's what I'm saying. They all figured it out one year too late. Everyone's like, "Wow, he sucks." We're like, "Yes, why didn't you realize this in November of 2004 instead of January of 2006 or February 2006?" Come on. Well, but he's showing just how bad the Democratic leadership is right now that they can't capitalize. They on are he's no, no, no. They are capitalizing. They finally started getting some traction with the port security How? thing. The port security thing. You look at the numbers. The port security uh, thing. The, which the, is the port security thing, which like in a way, which issue. is the stupidest thing ever. By exactly. the way, I really don't exactly. like this being the where they plant their the flag. Least. If this is, yeah, if this is where this is like one step up from it being like Dick Cheney shoots people in the face. Therefore, the Bush administration is bad. Although but that's true. Funny things, <laughs> but the port security thing has nothing to do with actual security or ports or anything. Like it really. Well, all it is is it's like <laughs> the Democrats are going to win by being racist. Like I really think that it's playing to all of the Republican strongholds. It's again the Democrats for five years. The reason Bush is still in office is the Democrats have constantly tried to be Bush by being Bush, but with a D in front of their name. And this is another example. It's like let's play on D American Bush. fears. <laughs> let's play on American anti-Arabian, you know, drama and racism and deep root fear. What Bush done for five years effectively. Let's try to beat him at his own game. And it's not a winning strategy because at the end of the day, the people who like Bush will prefer Bush to Bush with a D in front of his name. Okay. Every time. This it's why John Kerry lost. It's why they're going to lose in 2006 if they plant their flag on these ports. Okay, here's the thing. I agree with you that there's no question, and I've said it myself many times, that the and Democrats the same goes for Canada. That the Democrats can't win by being pseudo Republicans. <laughs> like the Democrats, <laughs> if the Democrats try to be pseudo Republicans, <laughs> and then they get elected as you know, right. that everyone's going to vote for Republicans, not fake Republicans. So I don't, I dis, I completely agree with you on that. However, I think okay. that it's really simplistic Excellent. to reduce this whole thing to saying that this is racism against the Arabs. How about instead, this is objecting to a country which prior to 2001 was on the list of terrorist countries and was considered among one of the worst offenders of connection of countries that were connected to al-Qaeda, had meetings directly with bin Laden, etc., etc. That's the country that we're worried about. So I think it has much less to do with racism and more to do with, let's not put countries that are on the level of Great. Syria um, you know, in charge of port security. That, I think, is much more the issue. The rest of it, I agree that, uh, with. According to the Defense Department, one of the greatest challenges to American hegemony in the next you know, generation is going to be China, right? Sure. And you know that China already owns a massive amount of American ports, or at least a Chinese corporation does, right? With Ameri yeah, under American and supervision. Yeah, already exists. Both, it would be no different than the Dubai. Situation. Well, this is exactly also yeah, this thing. is also under American supervision. I guess what I would fair. okay, but I guess what I would say about that is the problem. Even I think you guys are right. The problem is not even so much the issue. As And this is why I was getting back to what you were saying, Story. I don't think they have any – I think right now the Bush administration couldn't be worse on PR. I mean, I agree with you that, you know, that this is probably not that big a deal. But truthfully, how could he have handled it worse? I mean, he's basically like, we're going to do this deal. And they're like, why? And he's like, if you try to challenge me, I will use my veto. For the first time since I've been in office, I will veto your, your decision about this. Like, this could not have been handled worse than they handled it from a PR standpoint. Right, but he's still the count clean. That's my point, is he keeps lowering the bar of his behavior, of how bad a president he is, and it's self-evident to everyone, and then he's still going to come out winning. And that's what How is he going to come out winning? He's rubbing it in our face. But how is he going to come out winning? He's going to sweep in 06. He is. He's going to sweep in November. He's going to lose maybe two, three seats. China. 
that comparing this to China is wrong because China is challenging American supremacy in different ways than the uh, country that has the links to Al Qaeda would be a threat. I mean, China is not about, about Venezuela? to bomb the, Ven- a port the Venezuelan president has given America. hate speech against the United States over and over again, and Venezuelan owns Dude, I love that owns several American <laughs> ports also. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, but we consider so, Venezuela so, to be like an enemy Hugo, of the United States. Seriously, my hero. Oh, I love him. If the point is actually since other dangerous companies from dangerous countries are controlling ports, we should continue this trend? I think that's a bad argument. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you, clearly they're not a threat, or even if the country's a threat, somehow we're going to contain that, but not, well, these other countries that are also threatening us have control over our ports, so we should hand over more ports. I think the point is more that people, you know, see it as more of a political move than anything else, that it, nobody really thinks that these corporations who have done international business for 30 years are all of a sudden going to be used by terrorist organizations. It's just more like, oh, look, here's something that we can stick it to George Bush, which normally exactly. I wouldn't have a problem with. But what's really funny and what I've realized is it just seems like there's absolutely no way to get the American public riled up over an issue. Like, you, can, you know, this guy is destroying the environment. Which is true. But nobody cares. They care when a president has sex with somebody when he shouldn't have had sex with somebody. Exactly. And then everyone's like, oh my God, exactly. I care about politics. Exactly. And so in the same way, oh my God, Dick Cheney shot a man in the face. Things are bad. Oh my God, there's this thing about racism that I like. It's bad. So basically, the only way to have a real scandal is for it to be something frivolous and stupid. If it was something that you know, actually mattered, then it could never be a scandal, which is probably why George Bush has gotten away with so much. Which is why George Bush letting in the UAE into the ports is getting more traction than the fact that George Bush probably knew about September 11th beforehand. Well, <laughs> which is just should illustrate for you how ridiculous things are. It, it, it would illustrate it if there was any truth to that, but I'm not in for conspiracy theories. It's a little bit over the top. Oh, um, <laughs> oh, there's truth. <laughs> I, I, I love how you dropped that nugget in, as if we all agree to it. We're just like, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, he had a conspiracy to knock down the twin towers. <laughs> exactly. You know, but besides the that, saying, besides the point story, he's he a bad president. <laughs> I mean, come I'm on. not saying he caused it. I'm just saying he knew. Okay. Anyway, it's like uh, it's like FDR and Pearl. Harbor, man. Yes, exactly. Thing. So, so you're going to incorporate the worst president in our history with the second, with the second or third best president in our history in one sentence. Just want to make sure I'm clear on that. Well, uh, I mean, I I, I'm I not a big fan are. of FDR either. Yeah. Wow. Okay. He okay. plays so well. You guys just carted ways Proud, right there. but I don't like him. Wow. Okay. I like his domestic. Policy. What are you a fan of, Story? I'm unclear about this. Hugo sound. Chavez. Oh, on the American president list. Hugo Chavez. Very few. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Carter. Story's probably. a big fan of uh, a Milliard Fillmore. He loves Milliard Fillmore. He's like, oh my God, if only Milliard Fillmore would come back and govern our land. Did you like Abraham Lincoln's story? Like the hat? Oh no, I just watched, actually I just watched like two hours of a documentary on Abe Lincoln because the Winter Olympics are now done. So I have to watch something with my time that is not linked to the internet. Uh, but no, I, I mean, any of these people who like, you're talking about war presidents. This is like, you know, your big thing. You're trying to rest your hat on my popularity with war presidents. That's clearly not going to get you. Well, I mean, the FDR thing, again, as you and I have, have had this disagreement, I think FDR being involved in World War II is a little bit different than Bush invading Iraq. I, in fact, I think there's an enormous difference. I think World War II... Oh, I mean, there's no levels, but I still don't approve of either behavior. I understand. But the thing I would say about the George Bush thing right, is... But didn't Carter, like, send... And special forces in to get the but see Andy. Oh yeah, like no, that. he's not perfect, but relatively speaking, he's <laughs> no, better. No, the reason it's better not, no. is because he I mean, failed. I he don't know if there's an American president who hasn't used force. You know, uh, I mean that's 
so in that front, no, I'm not going to find any, you know, American presidents who I like or agree with. But what about Jimmy the, Carter is who closest that president? because of his general policies. In the 60s, we had the hippie president. It was like flower kiss huggle pants. You were, you were always talking about him, I remember. Oh, yeah. yeah. President he, huggle uh, pants. Yeah. Took over for Kennedy after the assassination for guys before LBJ shot him oh, in the face. Jesus. Right. LBJ shot him in the face. His favorite. Is this before? Is this before or after LBJ told George Bush's great grandfather to be ready for when George Bush would know about September 11th? I want to make sure we connect up all the conspiracy dots right now. The grassy knolls need to have a path leading hey, to each other. I'm, I'm George Bush's great grandfather stole Hiawatha's head and placed it in the uh, the skull and bones place in Yale in their culture. Is that true? This is all true. I mean, it sounds like I made it up, but yeah, it's true. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, it was like Prescott Bush or something like that. <laughs> story? Jesus story. Honestly, Prescott man. Prescott Bush was Jesus. Moving along. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm in the middle of a reggae party or something. I don't know. So. Isn't that a good feeling? What kind of music is it? All I'm hearing is cymbals. So can you <laughs> enlighten me? What, what kind of music is there? I, I mean, I assume it's somehow Brazilian because they were doing something that looks remarkably like Capoeira. The name of the bar is Capoeira. I assume it's got to be some sort of, you know, Brazilian funk something. Brazilian funk. I don't know. <laughs> what would you capoeira to? Um, you would do that do when you're fighting somebody. Cheesy action movies. Right. You would yeah, fight. Exactly. You would fight somebody with it. Exactly. Oh, okay. Very well. I believe it's capoeira. I also believe it's Millard. We seem to be adding extra syllables today for some reason. Milliard, Filliamore. It is Millard. Not Milliard. Yes. Milliard. It's Milliard. I wonder if he's dead. Go check the deadandalive.com site. <laughs> yeah. No, he's like that 40. one. I'm gonna go. I'm not even cheating. I think I'm gonna go with dead. Yeah. I mean, you know, in general terms, I think the problem is that you're underrating the effect that he's having. You don't get 34% approval ratings when you're doing the right thing. Like, there's one thing to lower expectations, and there's another thing to okay, fall but, off the ledge. But right. But do you think it's gonna do any lasting damage to the administration's ability to get what it wants? Yes. And it already to has. Win re-election in it already has. I know for a fact because I know about several things that the administration wanted to put through that it is entirely Live incapable from of doing. No, I mean, I'll give you an example. The, so like the Social Security plan. The privatization was a disaster, and the reason is because nobody wanted to come close to Bush on it, not just because it was a bad plan, but because his ratings were dropping. They weren't at mid-30s at the point when he proposed it, but they clearly did not have the support based on his own popularity to get it done. That's just one example. He has had to ratchet back what he wanted to do a lot based upon the stuff that he's done. The Patriot Act is another example. They I don't know they renewed parts where it counts oh that's they renewed, back towards renewal now. They renewed yeah, they renewed parts of the Patriot Act and they still have renewed too many parts of it for my liking because obviously the whole Patriot Act is anathema. But they have renewed they've also cut parts that George Bush really wanted to keep. And they did that on the basis of Republican defections as much as anything else. So, I mean, these are small steps, but it's very clear that Bush does not have the same force that he would have had. He was a lame duck anyway, but especially with this. Clea says that she thinks we're being American-centric, but that's because she doesn't know that story's at a Brazilian bar. No, that's why I said the same, the same thing goes for yeah. Canada. So I threw that out there. Oh, right. right. The word Canada at the end of random sentences. That's true. That's true, too. <laughs> <laughs> the exact same thing is remarkably going on in the political atmosphere of Canada, New Zealand, and uh, Burundi. Ah, uh, Burundi. So we're, we're all set. We're so big in Burundi, it's great. <laughs> Do you guys ever read uh, that? Uh, what were you going to say, Russ? 
that short story by Kurt Vonnegut where it's a world where everyone has to be completely equal Harrison and Bergeron. strong people yeah. have to walk around carrying weights. Yep. What is it called? Harrison Bergeron. It's an awesome story. What's it called? Harrison Bergeron. Okay. Great story. This, that story just occurred to me because basically what's happening in this episode is we get on a train of thought and then story transmits some capoeira music and it's like, and remember when conk, 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 and I'm like, I don't know what the hell I was talking about anymore. <laughs> And because the, sm- <laughs> the smart people in Harrison Bergeron have, like, devices strapped to their head that beeps every few seconds, depending on how hey, smart they back? are, to distract them from what's going on. Yep. And so basically I'm like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> and then, conk, 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 I don't know where. All right, all right, what happened? <laughs> yes. We are, what's going on anymore? We are not going to be oh, sorry. Because Mepropore has actively retarded me. Uh, like, I can't. <laughs> God. Keep a thought in my head. We are between <laughs> Captain Ping and the Which is part of the Capuera. Vox Monitor thing that says, and this is another pull-out quote from Vox Monitor's review of us. It says, they're they're very smart. Some some of them are smarter than others of them. But I only I don't know who they are <laughs> because we're totally indistinguishable yeah, from each other. I don't know who they are because the names that are printed right there I can't read them because I'm no, no. drunk. No, no. Actually, yeah. story. What it was was that they couldn't distinguish between us because clearly all of us sound and think the same. I mean, we've already established oh, that's true. this. That's true. They did think we were only three of us on a show that actually had four of us. That's right. They only thought there were three of us. To be fair, they also didn't think we were terrible. They gave us three out of five, which was like the best review of the week. So to be fair, like they rarely give better than three out of five. Wow, now I'm yelling because I'm trying to talk over the capoeira, (laughs) and they briefly like cut out behind me, and I was like, now I'm screaming that report to the whole audience. This is great. Yeah. But now, anyway, we are not going to be sorry to see the Brazilian (laughs) cafe go by the wayside, so that we can actually think and bring you thinking comedy as the idea. I really thought it would be like a nice little background. When I was like, story, you know what you need? You need lots of capoeira next time you broadcast. I mean, hey, man. Sign me up. Sign me up. I got it. (laughs) I'm like, it's true. Stupid. Stupid. Let's try it another way. Story, (laughs) you need lots of nice silent background (laughs) behind you, okay? (laughs) Next week, he's like, Uh, I'm in front of some waves. Yeah, transmit this information to the new AT&T, who will hopefully be coming from 8 to noon tomorrow morning that I can, with rapidity, get this show up so that listeners can listen to it on planes, boats, trains, automobiles, etc. Yes. Tomorrow. So that Here's what everyone I can have access to it and so that I can be just fine. What do you want to know, Russ? I want to know, as, as a, you know, a person who preaches nonviolence, yet is threatening yeah. all kinds of apocalyptic behavior tomorrow, I want to know what you're actually going to do if you sit there from 8 to 12 and nobody shows up and you get no notice and nothing happens. What are you going to do? I will probably call them back. (laughs) That's it? And say, (laughs) FYI, um, you said, yeah, you said you were going to fix the internet, and uh, it hasn't happened, so... I um, I mean, I will be very upset, but, uh, you know, I'm not actually going to do anything that would, you know, break with my code. Story, would you please, would you please for us, dress up as a ballistic (laughs) missile... And go to their office and stand in front of it as a ballistic <laughs> missile. Now, Would you see, please do that? Be, that might be a good idea. Can, if right you next to the send giant me a ballistic missile costume tonight and overnight it, I'll, I'll get right gotcha. in there. Uh, where am I going to find a ballistic missile costume? Oh, I'm sure you can I mean, find them from, from the war protest. You're in Berkeley, man. Probably, They're all over the place. Like that. <laughs> ballistic yeah, missiles are all true. over the place in Oakland and Berkeley. Berkeley is a good place. Well, maybe. That would be a good idea. I just stand there and say, I'm ballistic. 
<laughs> I don't really think that would get anything done. And then you wait till someone gets yeah, close to you, and you're like, if you don't give that. me my internet back, I'm going to blow! And you just do that all the time. That's really funny. Hey, hey, uh, that's worth getting arrested oh, oh. over. Yeah, well... Podcasts have got to go. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, Woo. my connection is a bit slow. Hey, hey. Oh, oh. It's true. <laughs> All right. I guess on uh, on that note, gentlemen, we have actually been going uh. for over an hour here. And so we want to thank hey. everyone. Yay. Oh, and we now want to thank everyone. Of course, there's quiet. Why are people cheering the end of the yeah, let's not be cheering here. We want to thank yeah, everyone. Now we've got little mop-up music. They're almost all gone. For listening. We want to thank everybody for uh, thank listening oh. to the show. We want to I thank want to Story bye, for the Brazilian bye. backup singers. And uh want to thank Andy for pinging and uh, Russ for doing his usual thing and me for doing whatever the hell I do. For retarding himself. Exactly. And we want to remind everybody again to get in contact with us. <laughs> to email us, to get in contact with us, and to genuinely keep listening. Don't forget, you too can be part of our listening. Experience. Greg, 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 Say or sing goodbye, everyone. What do you mean you don't like Greg? I don't like Greg! How could you have Andy without some Greg? I don't like my Greg with Andy! Andy! What do you mean you have Greg? Greg, 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 Greg! Why did I have And if that's the case, then my life's 